It's a product of the success of our civilization. Oh yeah. See, back in the days when we were like, I don't know, prehistoric, right? We were wandering around the African savanna or wherever, right? We were in our little tribe. Uh, a tribe of maybe a dozen people, maybe a hundred people, but it was relatively small. And we were just struggling to survive. Yeah, we were just, you know, rooting around to get like some whatever tuber was handy, right? Or or all of us going out in a hunting party to get some mastodon or whatever the hell, right? We were barely getting by. And we saw each other all the time because we, we needed one another. And so, of course, we were never lonely. The, the concept of loneliness would have been completely alien to anybody in prehistory. The, the concept of ever being alone, of not having very strong social interactions with other people all the time. Well, it, that's, that's what would be happening if you're in a tribe that's barely scraping by. Oh yeah, and the other issue, of course, was survival. See, because when you're when you're struggling to survive, you you can't afford the luxury of wallowing in loneliness. Oh no, when you're struggling to survive, you're you're just like doing everything to claw your way to uh, the state of survival. Yeah, or, or claw your way out of the open maw that is trying to eat you. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but when you get to a point where your civilization, you, you don't need to farm food because there's a farmer who does it and a food processing company that does it for you. When you get to a point where each person can live in their own little separate apartment or house or what have you, yeah, when you have a successful civilization as the one we have now, that's when you start to feel lonely. That's when you start to feel lonely and y y you wonder if you're the only one. You wonder if you alone feel this crushing loneliness. If you alone are just rejected by the entire world, you feel as if the entire world is having this great party and everybody is, you know, having a wonderful time and you're alone in your room, you know, sometimes maybe even thinking of suicide. Huh? I'm here to tell you that everybody feels that way. Everybody feels that way. At some point or another in their lives, every person in this society that we're living in, this incredible civilization that we are lucky enough to enjoy, every single one of us feels that way. We feel as if the whole world is at some party that we weren't invited to. Yeah. And we're stuck at home watching TV or playing a video game or jerking off or whatever the hell. That's not the case. That's not the case. But. But. Loneliness is a problem, and it happens to all of us at some point or another. The trick is to use your loneliness, to use it for something productive, to use it rather than to squander it. Because so many times, you're going to have a chunk of time where you're alone, and you're just going to wallow in your misery, wallow in your loneliness, instead of using that time to develop yourself Use that time to get something out of it. Well, let me explain. See, when I was young, when I was, uh, I don't know, a teenager, a young teenager, right? Uh, 12, 13, around that age, right? There were periods where I was very, I was severely ostracized, quite frankly, right? And I was very alone. And during that period of time, it wasn't so much that I watched TV, right? Because there wasn't that much to watch, right? What I would do is I would read. I would read and get lost in the characters of the books I was reading. I would feel that their adventures were my adventures. And, and I would read and read, and it got to the point, finally, 
when I started reading things and thinking to myself, you know, if, if I had been the writer, I would have done it differently. I didn't even think of, the, of, of being a writer. It was more like, I wouldn't have done this in the book, I would have done something different. And from there, it was just a natural thing that I started to come up with stories. My own little daydreams. And these daydreams became an enormous source of comfort. Yeah. These daydreams became a, a place where I could alleviate my loneliness by, by, by filling up these daydreams with details and, and stories and events. And it was quite a natural step that from these daydreams, I began to write them down. And that's how I became a writer. It was a natural evolution of my loneliness. I filled up my time and tried to distract myself from my loneliness by way of reading. And from reading, it turned into daydreaming. And from daydreaming, it quite naturally turned into writing down those daydreams and creating daydreams, creating daydreams on purpose. And it led me to my profession. Now see, that's what I did with my loneliness. But there are a lot of other things that you, I could have done with that loneliness. This is a lot of things that you can do. It's not that there's, you know, one size fits all. It's different for each person. But the point I'm trying to make is that, see, if you feel lonely, don't just wallow in it. Don't just say to yourself, oh, you know, I feel miserable, I feel lonely, and try to alleviate the loneliness. Because I'll tell you right now, when you try to alleviate loneliness, it doesn't work. It just, just does not work. Uh -uh. Uh, trying to alleviate loneliness is like, um, I don't know, I can't come up with a really clever metaphor for it. But believe me, no matter how hard you try, you can't alleviate loneliness by aiming for it. You alleviate loneliness by filling your mind with other things and from that thing that you are interested in, connecting with other people who are also interested in that thing. Uh, let me explain. Suppose you feel really lonely, right? So instead of like just wallowing in your misery at home, you decide to take up running. You start running, you know, running around the block, running around the neighborhood. You start running more and more. I mean, you feel lonely, but at least you're doing a physical activity. And the running makes you feel good, which is quite natural, right? You know, you're, you're running, you're exerting yourself, you're sweating, and you start to feel better physically. And quite naturally, as you continue on this routine of running every day, you're going to start to meet other people who are also interested in running. And you're going to wind up, you know, getting together and saying, hey, why don't we uh, all drive up together to New York and run the marathon there or whatever. You see what I'm saying? And quite naturally, you're going to have more friends who are interested in the same things that you are interested in. And all of a sudden, you're going to discover that you're not lonely anymore. You see? I've noticed that a lot of people who use their loneliness productively wind up getting to a place where they are no longer lonely through the thing that they discovered during their loneliness, if that makes any sense. See? In my own case, it was writing. In the hypothetical I just created, it's running. It can be anything. But you, you get into something to distract yourself from the loneliness that is productive. And that's the key issue. Okay? Because it's, it serves no purpose to be filling your time trying to assuage your loneliness with something that is unproductive or outright destructive. Suppose you feel lonely and you start shooting up heroin. Is that productive? Obviously not. It's incredibly destructive, right? Yeah, you're filling up your loneliness. You no longer feel alone. You feel high. 
but it doesn't add to you. Now, suppose that to alleviate your loneliness, you start, uh, I don't know, obsessively playing video games or obsessively masturbating. Does that help? No, it doesn't. It's not destructive like heroin addiction is, right? No, of course not. But it's not productive. You're not getting anything out of it. You're just passively paying a video game. Yeah? And uh, frankly, you know, this argument that, oh, maybe I could become a professional video game player. Oh, fuck that. You, you and I know that that's so much daydream bullshit, right? Playing a video game, obsessively jerking off to porn, that is unproductive. Reading, on the other hand, reading and writing, or just reading alone, because the information that you gather from reading can be valuable at some point in the future, if only to stretch your mind, right? Or doing any activity where something is built inside you, that's the way to alleviate your loneliness, okay? Doing things that are unproductive, that do not give you anything in return, that only sort of like maintain the status quo, well, that's not the way to alleviate loneliness. Now, it's up to you to discern, discern or determine what is a useful and productive uh, uh, thing to do in your loneliness and what is a destructive thing to do in your loneliness and, one is, and what is just of no use to you. Okay, That's up to you, but it's pretty obvious. I mean, you don't need a roadmap. If you're gaining something out of it, some piece of knowledge or experience... If you are learning new things, then that's productive. If you're playing video games, that's fucking unproductive. But, okay, I'm not going to belabor the point because I think it's pretty clear. You should look at loneliness as a period to develop who you are. Use the time to do things that are valuable to you. Don't fritter away the time. That's, that's something that... Um, Retrospectively, I, I realized that I frittered away a lot of my time. Yeah, because when you're young, you think you have all the time in the world. And, and when you're young, when you're like, I don't know, 19, 22, 27, 32 even, you know. When you're young, you think that time is endless. But the fact of the matter is that time is awfully short. And the time you feel lonely, at the time that you are feeling it, is going to be devastating. No question. Loneliness is one of the worst emotions imaginable. But the time you spend in your loneliness can be incredibly productive if you decide to use it productively. If you decide to just fritter it away and do nothing during the period of your loneliness, well, yeah, then, you know, it's just a waste of your life. And you'll look back on it later and, and just want to smack yourself upside the head at all the time that was thrown away, where you could have been learning to play an instrument, where you could have gotten into physical shape, where you could have learned some skill, read books, all kinds of things you could have done. I'm not unsympathetic to the weight of loneliness. I, I understand it completely, believe me. Because there were any number of months of my life, years of my life even, where I felt incredibly lonely, and there were enormous chunks of time that I had that I just wallowed in my loneliness. And now, as a, as a, as a grown man, I look at that and I, I, I just, I'm so upset with myself for not having done something with that time. Because I didn't. I frittered it away. And I could have done a lot. I could have gotten better at the guitar 
which is an ambition I've always had. And the fact of the matter is, you know, I play a little guitar, quote unquote, but I kind of pretty much suck at it. And I realize that all the time that I frittered away, I could have used that time to have gotten really fucking good at guitar. And I didn't because I was fucking stupid. Hmm? Don't have the regrets that I have. You know, I mean, that's one regret that I have. I have tons of regrets like we all have. But see, it's, it's a regret now that I realize it could have been so easily solved. Be smart. If you're feeling lonely, don't wallow in it. Don't, don't go on and on about it. Don't be thinking, oh, you know, my life is misery and you know, I want to die. No, no, that serves no purpose. Put it to good use. I mean, if you're going to be having a shitty time, you might as well like, like do something with that shitty time as a, just opposed to just wallowing in the shit.